Is artificial intelligence going to take all the jobs, or is there something else happening? Jackie Nunley is a travel and hospitality industry advisor at Salesforce, one of the most advanced companies in the world when it comes to AI. And in this episode, we dive into the implications of AI on jobs and talent in hospitality. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. I'd love your thoughts on what might be some of the talent or people implications for artificial intelligence as you're thinking about it now. Look, the truth is none of us really know. And I'm going to say that with caution because there are assumptions. There are lots of assumptions there. Are there some jobs that are going to be affected by this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are they going to affect the hospitality industry? Yes. But will the human component be removed completely? I don't think so. Even if you look at recent experiences have moved me to think a little bit differently about our space. Such as? Well, this is kind of like really drawing from the well back up. But I remember one of the stories, actually, we were at this event together and you might have, you might remember some of this. But what really impressed me about the story that I was hearing was with COVID in the back, we came back into hospitality and some of our customers, you know, took their learnings and started to think about how they use their talent. And we sat down for a presentation where, you know, a a really well-known brand talked about how some of the roles in their brand were being repurposed. So the role had new responsibilities or the role had changed. And one of those examples was the concierge role. And they took their learnings from the pandemic. Now, this is the part of me drawing from the well, because I remember going to hotels with my parents as a child. And maybe, you know, Every once in a while, we would go and we would have dinner at the local hotel. And then there's kind of like a bit of amnesia. What happened? All of a sudden, hotels were for travelers, you know, and we forgot about the community that the traveler was coming to the hotel to visit or to do business with or So they took those learnings and repurposed the concierge role into a liaison for the community and to invite the community back in. I thought that was brilliant because you are making sure that you are resilient should anything happen again because you're part of the community. You're a brand that is there. Why not invite the community back in? So they repurposed his role to bring in the community, bring the community back in. Isn't that the definition of hospitality? It really is. 
It's amazing. And it also, it takes advantage of the fact that hospitality businesses have this physical presence in their neighborhoods, right? And it's also a little counterintuitive, but by being very attractive to the people within the blocks around you, you also become more attractive typically to people who are visiting. And so I think some groups like Ennismore with their collection of brands are starting or, you know, doing a good job with this, but a lot of people overlook this and it's a big opportunity. It's a huge opportunity. Now to, to kind of like flip the coin and talk about talent in, in the same sort of aspect, I will draw on one of my recent experiences. So I was in New York for a couple of meetings I had a few hours, I was sitting in my room and I'm working and I get the knock on the door, housekeeping comes in. I invite them in. I said, I hope you don't mind. I'm just going to sit here quietly. If you need me to move, I'll move. But with my insatiable need to talk to people and curiosity, I started talking to the housekeeper and I said, you know, how long have you been here? And she goes, oh, about 20 years. I was like, wow that's a really long time here at this hotel or in the industry. And she goes, no, no, in the industry. And I said, and you've been in housekeeping the entire time. And she goes, yes. And I said, do you like your job? And she goes, I love my job. I was like, is this a really good brand to work for? And she was like, yes. And she was telling me about, you know, people that she had worked with and she's treated very well. That to me is, is, is really nice to hear. But then she was fixing up the room and cleaning it. And I was like, wow, you know, she's done a really good job. I should make it a significant tip. I'm going to tip her. I made the decision. And when she was done, she was like, okay, ma'am, I'm leaving. And I gave her the tip and the tip was sitting next to me on the desk. So when I gave it to her at the end of the desk, you know how there's those menus and, you know, a pen and a little pad of paper? She put her hand down and she straightened the paper. And that's when I kind of like noticed this housekeeper is not just good at housekeeping. This is a person who is meticulous with detail. Now, isn't that interesting when we're looking at the people who actually work in hospitality? It's not just about the job that they have, but what skills can you actually take from that role and start to develop into something else? And it just really dawned on me that This is a person who could be kind of like given some career growth that allows them to use their skill of really being excellent at detail. Hospitality is a detailed kind of business, of course. But wouldn't it be great to start thinking about the people who work in hospitality and how to develop them in a way that really aligns with either a skill that they have naturally, a skill that they've developed over a period of time, but to allow them to feel a sense of accomplishment as they use those skills to be able to grow within the brand. Yeah, it's a great story. But, and I I think one of the things that is going to be required to apply the, the, the insight there, well, there's a number of things. I think it's being, it's caring about people, 
right? You could have just ignored her, yeah. right? You could have not had a conversation. So it goes back to, I care about people. Yes. I'm going to listen to them. But you're also very observant, right? Those little things that are, could be easy to overlook. Yeah. But then you're thinking more expansively around, okay, there's this skill. She's really good in this way. Yeah. What other applications of that skill might there be? Right. So as things get more automated with AI, there's always going to be, or for the foreseeable future, we know that human interaction is also required. But this is somebody who could have a career path that utilizes a skill that is, you know, overlooked or has been siloed into, well, you really clean rooms well, you're going to clean rooms. (laughs) Are we thinking bigger like the brands who are repurposing roles that have existed for the longest time and taking some form of our experience and bringing that in? to recreate hospitality, to recreate it in a way that is still meaningful to guests, but also helps the brand evolve into somewhere or into something that you want to be able to interact with because they have the insight of how these things are changing of how we're noticing different ways of being able to repurpose skills. And I I think that that's just a, a, a portion of how we're evolving and the initial anxiety that stops us from thinking further into what we could be doing instead of what it's taking away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and if you don't evolve, you die. Right. And you talked about working with organizations that are thinking not even just about Gen Z, they're thinking way into the future, right. Of where we, we might need to go. I'd be curious on your perspective though, having worked on so, so many different aspects of the industry, where would you like to see hospitality go? Like what are some of the opportunities you mentioned deeper connections to the neighborhood being one, one potential one. Are there other things that come to mind in terms of where you'd like to see the industry innovate and move towards? There's so many. <laughs> oh, there's so many. But uh, I think about our conversation and especially that question around humanizing AI. And I think that the greatest opportunity in that context is really about human beings becoming more human because of AI. So what do you mean by that? A little bit of inversion there. It's really what allows us to return back to being human and recognizing the human requirements that are needed for hospitality, really focusing in on those to make hospitality experiences better because I, I, I'm sure you're going to agree with me. There have been many check-ins where you've had to sit and wait because something's going on with the technology. But in that sitting and waiting, what was the experience? Now, yeah. you know that high tech was a few well, about a month ago at least, but. It was doomed with a lot of travel woes. And um, we got to share some of those horror stories of our travel. 
um, with various, you know, people who were asking and talking about it, etc., amongst ourselves in our industry. But what was really interesting was one story that I heard of an airline who had several cancellations, but during the period of a cancellation or a delay or waiting for information, they actually stepped out and talked to people and went up to them and said, you know, is there anything you need? Can I get you something? Here's a coupon for a drink, etc. It wasn't so much the coupon. It was the interaction. Mm. That's the human bit. The information bit is we have a delay and several passengers who are sitting at gate X have to wait a certain amount of time. Now, how do I operationalize that to deploy people that I have who are available to go and do the thing, go and interact. Here are the tools digitally that you can have them scan a QR code for a coupon. Those are the things that I am talking about, humanizing our human interaction. And I think that that is the greatest opportunity. Let the technology do its thing. It's going to make our human interactions much more meaningful in some situations. I appreciate that you mentioned operationalizing it because that is an important piece. There needs to be an awareness. You need to put yourself in an environment where you can interact. But if you think about if if you missed that operational step that you mentioned, it almost could be worse, right? Where you're out there and you're not able to deliver. You're just, you know, how can I help you? You're telling me that you need some sort of help. I can't provide it. That's almost more frustrating, right? And so I think, you know, kind of there's the piece that you're saying there, making sure the infrastructure, the ability, you've empowered your teams. Like you really got to think through this. It's not, it can't just be a a pie in the sky idea. Right. So thinking about it is going to require time. Time is freed up by automation and operationalizing your business to be able to take care of the things that really matter. But it's also the understanding of where is human interaction needed versus where is human interaction not needed? Because you know that there are plenty of areas where human interaction is a hindrance to a good experience. So, It's really about defining that based on the service that you are providing and doing it in a way that allows you to be able to do it at scale. Yeah. Well, it comes back to expectation setting, right? And it's like, this this is what I I can, we're providing, right? This is what, you know, kind of we're, we're, we're saying that we can offer you, right? And then you're delivering on that and hopefully a little bit above and beyond that, right? So you're delighted, but um, it, it does come back to that brand promise. And I think that's where there's this in- interesting connection between marketing and the operations piece. I think that you alluded to earlier where mar- there's many marketing applications of a technology like CRM, but yeah. these should not be viewed disparately where it's kind of like, okay, we have a whole process of engaging people. We show up at the property. There's a different process. It's one of the same guest and everything from that very first maybe digital interaction all the way through yeah. to 
them arriving at your property and and departing. All of that needs to be one process, one database, mm-hmm. one suite of technologies, right? Absolutely. Uh, if you remember uh, last October when we, you know, went to the event that we can reconnected at, I talked about this. It's really asking what exactly are you trying to get across to your guest or your traveler versus what boxes are you checking to let everybody know that you've done your job? And this is where intention comes in. You know, what are your intentions to be able to drive business to you, but what actions are really being taken? And are you looking at your business from just a guest or traveler perspective, or are you really looking at the needs and what your employees need to be able to do to fulfill the responsibilities that they have been employed to fulfill, then what tools are you making available for them to be able to do that? And I think it's a lack of orchestration that creates those situations where, okay, Josiah just signed up for our loyalty program. That means I'm just going to flip the switch and now let's just hit him with every single marketing email that we could possibly hit him with. We know that he's based in San Francisco, but let's send him all of this information about Cancun without really knowing whether Josiah is in the predisposition of wanting to get away because he's been doing so many podcasts. This is this is this is hitting close to home here. <laughs> but this is this is kind of what I'm talking about. It's really about how are you utilizing technology? Are you utilizing technology in the right way? Are you really aware of what needs to be done in each role? And are you developing your talent to be able to address that? It really is a form of orchestration that allows you to be able to run your business like uh, in the right way at scale and efficiently. And it takes human interaction on the employee side as well. It takes technology that actually is intelligent and knows what the guest needs. And then it takes you being able to review whatever is happening and kind of improve on the areas where you might be slipping or the areas that you haven't addressed. And it really is looking at all of those aspects. It's not just a point solution solution that is implemented and then, you know, it's hands-free everything. So we have to start thinking about these things in a better way, more holistically. And the freedom to be able to innovate requires that you have the right sort of environment to innovate in. Great hospitality providers know that every touchpoint matters a lot, so they spend a lot of time making sure that each interaction better serves their guests and makes life easier for their teams. 
If you'd like to operate this way, I suggest you check out Sojourn. They've built a reputation as the market leader in helping hotels and resorts earn direct bookings through digital advertising over the years. And more recently, they've expanded into offering a complete suite of guest experience solutions, including an AI smart concierge, reputation manager, and guest marketing suite. I've been working with Sojourn for years now, and everything from the way their technology is built to the talented experts they have on staff makes it no surprise that when I talk with people about technology, Sojourn comes up again and again. Hospitality providers love them. If you'd like to learn more about how Sojourn can help you better engage your guests and drive more profitable direct bookings, visit Sojourn.com. That's S-O-J-E-R-N.com. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 